0: I have actually tried to start a podcast before, but I just, again, it was like this, I was frozen. It was almost like I'd be going on the air and people would know, oh, yeah, she's the one without, she doesn't have the perfect hair and the perfect skin, that's why she's not on YouTube. That's the one. Don't listen to her. We don't want to, we don't want to look at her voice. (laughs) I mean, how ridiculous is that, is that. Inner critic, right? So what I want to talk about is, you know, the imperfections that we deal with. A lot of times that outer stuff can really hold us back from really fulfilling our potential and who we really came here to be. And I've made a choice, a decision to stop that and to fulfill what I came here to do, and I think this podcast is a huge leap for me to do that. And if I'm going to go on this journey, I, I I'd like for you to join me. If you are in the kind of place where you are you are a spiritual being, or you you've had the experience that God is love, and you're not afraid to connect with that spiritual realm of light or you've had angelic experiences you've had experiences with the fairies you've had experiences with cosmic beings um you know you've had experiences with the ascended masters and you've been working with them you've been working you know on the inner for a long time and you've developed sensitivity, you've purified yourself in lots of ways, you've let go, I mean, you you eat organic food for the most part, or you're vegan, or, you know, I'm not all of those things. I still, I'm not 100% vegan. I'm not 100% organic and non-GMO. Those I lean toward those, you know, tendencies to do that, but not everything is available where I live, and I don't have my own... uh home slash farm homestead where I can grow my own food and do that. That's, that's, that's a goal. And I know that's somewhere down the road and I don't know when, and I don't know where, and I don't know how. So, you know, I'm just doing the best I can right now where I'm planting. I've been spiritually awake since I came to earth. Let's put it that way. Um, I didn't know that. I just thought I was extra sensitive and extra empathic and <laughs> and um, and I didn't even know what empathic was when I was five years old. I mean, I just knew I could see the fairies, I could see the angels I could you know my clairvoyance is wide open, my intuitive nature has just always been on you know like. I don't really have to do anything to activate my intuition. It's just always on. It's like a light switch that's been on, but, you know, it's like broken off. You know, it cannot shut off. So no matter what I do, I can't shut off my intuition. Um, So living intuitive or trying to live intuitively and so sensitively and empathically and not knowing and understanding all those things, I felt very, very bombarded and overwhelmed by energy and other people most of my life. Um, unless there was, unless there was someone in my life around me who was genuinely good in their heart, I didn't feel comfortable. I always pick up on that energy. Oh, they're up to something, or I don't feel completely good, or, you know, there was always, like, a little bit of a trust issue. But I knew that when I felt really comfortable, like, I could be myself and I could trust someone, then I knew that that person was a good good connection for me. And so growing up, um, I grew up Catholic, and I left the church when I was a teen because I all of a sudden had this awareness of what they were actually talking about in church and they were talking about fearing god and god is you know it's, uh, oh he's not someone to be messed with you know and don't don't go there and i didn't feel that way and it was a huge inner conflict for me so what i did was i you know took that to my to my little teenage bedroom one day after church, and I had the door closed, and, you know, my parents were pretty good about giving me my space, which was, thank, thank God I had decent parents who had a clue. <laughs> At least they had a clue about some of it. My mom was very, very sensitive and empathic as well. My dad, not so much, but, you know, mom really got it, and, um, but my dad was pretty... I think he understood boundaries um, in a lot of ways, and which is good. So anyway, well, that long story short, um, praying one day after church in my teenage bedroom, and I, was just, I just opened up dialogue with God. I said, you know me, you know I've been going to church, you know I've been, I made a did all my communion and confirmation. I did all my, you know, Catholic stuff, (laughs) the ritual stuff. And yeah, I went through the whole shebang and I showed up every week and for the most part and on Christmas and on Easter and on all the holidays that they celebrate. And you know, God, I've been going and I know that you love me and you know that I love you and I want this connection in my heart with you. To stay pure. It was the first time I ever engaged God like that. And I honestly, sincerely did not know what to do. So I asked. What do you want me to do? They're talking about fearing you. And I don't fear you. I know that you are love, And I love you. So, I want you to tell me what to do. Do you want me to continue going to church and listening to this? Or, is it okay if I stay, if I pray in my bedroom on Sundays instead? And the answer I got, it just blew me away. I, you know, and it was more like, it didn't come in words like, Eve, I would like you to do this. (laughs) It was more like, I love you and I want you to be happy. (laughs) And it was more of a feeling in my heart. I don't want you to fear. I don't want you to be in fear of me. So I don't want you to continue going to church if it's something that's going to make you fear me. I want you to stay in a quiet place where you can maintain that connection of love with me. And I knew right then and there that I was done with church. And I didn't have to go back and I wasn't going to have to be punished or anything like that. I'm going to have to ask you to forgive me because I've never actually spoken this out loud. I've written it down. It's in, It's not in my book, which <laughs> I don't know why it's not in my book. Maybe it should be. Maybe that's book two. But um, I have spoken about it briefly in a presentation, and but it never came up like this. It didn't come up so emotionally like it's coming up now. So it's something that I I struggled with, but I didn't have to struggle very long with it. I was so grateful that I could just go right to God and just ask straight up, open up dialogue. Hey, God, you know, (laughs) here I am and I'm asking for for your help on this. And I was patient. I waited because I knew that I would get an answer. I mean, I did have a very strong faith as well, still do, always have. But I knew that that was was a turning point in my life. And it was God all the way. So that, at that point, church fell away. And the funny thing about that is that all the religious stuff that went with it fell away too. And I started spending more time in nature And I started just cultivating things that made me happy and I was less inclined to do things that were maybe that I was doing like out of a feeling or sense of obligation or people pleasing, you know, fear that, oh, I wouldn't be liked or I wouldn't be accepted or, you know, if I didn't do this or if I didn't do that, if I didn't wear this style clothing or that style hair or that, you know, if I didn't wear lip gloss, you know, the girls would all shun me. No, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I had to do anything because God was going to love me. And if I did things that made me happy, then I would continue to develop and cultivate that relationship with spirit, with God, with the presence of God. And I started to pay more attention to my spirit, my presence, and that connection. And I just, I cultivated things in my life that enhanced that, that fortified that. So. I'm talking a lot and I'm probably going to have to edit some of this out, but for the most part, I just wanted to get on here this morning before I did my reading, before I did anything else and just begin. So this is the beginning and, um, I look forward to just taking this journey with you, um, The podcast is called, obviously, Living Crystalline, and you don't have to be pristine to live crystalline, okay? Let's just get that on the table right away. I know it's a little late. It's almost 20 minutes going in here, but... (laughs) You don't have to be pristine to live crystalline. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have the perfect hair, the perfect skin, the perfect teeth, the perfect body, the perfect clothes, the perfect nails, the perfect this, the perfect that, the perfect dog, the perfect house, the perfect car, the perfect job, the perfect you know, bank account. Because living crystalline is not being is not about being perfect. It's about being clear, attuned, vibrationally exquisite, and intuitively on all the time. You know, your knowing is off the charts. You you don't have to have anybody point out to you the obvious. You know, God is love. So and no matter where you're at, where you're from, what your background is, if you are really, really, I guess, committed, if you are really, really committed to living a life that is... of extending God's love here on earth or sharing it, um, then you have to be plugged into God. And if you're not plugged into God, but you're trying to share that love, then there might be room for a little more work, a little more inner work. Because I tell you, when you start cultivating that deeper relationship with God, oh the miracles that open up the doors that open up are, are they truly are miraculous. And you don't have to be an expert in religion or philosophy or theosophy or psychology to know and understand God's love. You just don't. You know, you just use the tools that you really need to use to clear out your life of what doesn't serve you and just stay plugged in. Give your attention. Put all your eggs in the basket of God. God has a big basket. There's room for everyone. So, I mean, why not? Okay, guys. Um, Well, I I think I'm going to wrap up here. This feels like, I feel like I've spoken enough right now to kind of get a good start. I have no idea where this is going. I know that this is probably not going to be the best podcast you're going to hear. Oh, and that's another thing. I'm not expecting this podcast to be pristine either. (laughs) Yeah, so it might be a little messy. It might be a lot messy sometimes. Um, But I'm hoping you'll stick with me because I have a lot, 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 lot of stuff to share and to give you. All right, guys, for now, I'm going to sign off. And you can call me the Transparent C, the Transparent Crystal. You care. Did you get it? The transparent C, because crystal starts with C, but the transparent C. (laughs) So you can call me the transparent C. (laughs) And so the transparent C, eat care, signing off. Have a lovely, blessed day. And remember, you don't have to be pristine to live crystalline. Miracle blessings until next time, beloveds.